Hello and welcome to another episode of Grow Your Patch, a podcast about gardening and self-sufficiency. From growing food to flowers, house cows to hens, this podcast is going to help you get the most out of your patch of dirt, no matter how big or how small. And I'm your host, Shannon Crocker, a gardener, farmer, self-sufficiency dreamer, a person who loves to make the most out of my patch of dirt and helping others do the same. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Grow Your Patch and guess what? It's finally autumn and although where we are at the moment we are still getting quite warm days, I am really, really excited because autumn and spring are my two favorite times in the garden, not only for getting a lot done but also for growing things. It's a great time to get start getting those seedlings ready for winter. It's a great time to be pruning once that heat's stopped. There's a lot to get done. So let's go through some of the things you can be doing this month to get sorted. So one of the things that I like to do is I like to fertilize. Fertilize. <laughs> fertilizer. I like to fertilize. So I fertilize in spring and autumn. And for what I do, I like to make up a, I once heard a great gardener speak and what he suggested doing is you get a wheelbarrow and you mix up a bag of gypsum, a bag of dynamic lifter and some blood and bone through it and spread it all through your garden. So that is what I'll be doing, except this year I am probably going to um, add some of the body fertilizer that I've been using to that mix as well and spread that over my garden. The best time obviously is to do it before rain. However, you know, sometimes you've just got to take those opportunities when you can get them and just make sure you water, you water that all in. Another thing I'm doing now in this month of March is I'm ordering my bulbs or your bare rooted roses or your garlic. So things like that, that get planted in the next little bit, or, you know, as for your roses, you need to make sure you're on that order list. So that when they come out in May, June, July, get in and have a look and see what you, what you want, depending on where you are. You know, if you're somewhere like me, that although we get cold winters, we're still quite warm now, anything that you want to plant bulb wise, I recommend keeping those bulbs in the fridge until you plant it. It just mimics that cold temperature that bulbs often need before before you plant them. As for garlic, the age-old saying is plant on Anzac Day, harvest Remembrance Day. So, you know, get your garlic bulbs. Again, I have mine in the fridge, a garlic grow a friend of mine recommended putting them in the fridge. And when she said that, I, I suddenly went, well, I do that with my normal bulbs. So of course I hadn't even thought to do it with garlic. So that's where you want to keep them. And then, as I said, plant them out. So the other thing is, is to start thinking about those winter seedlings. So if you want to grow them from seed, you might have some in your shade house at the moment. You might be thinking of getting some set up and start planting them out. Remember, it takes a little bit longer when you're growing them from seed so that 
you know, you want to be getting some now, really, if you haven't got any up already, start getting some now going. And then, you know, in a few weeks, do another plant so that you've got them coming behind you. So you're not getting a complete glut of say broccoli or cauliflower or cabbages all at once. Definitely having a bit of a rotation is is a great way to keep keep yourself having food for longer. At the moment, we're still picking tomatoes. I've picked tomatoes all summer. I've had some tomato vines have finished up. My earlier ones have finished up, but my later ones are still going. So we haven't had to buy tomatoes all summer and that's been lovely. The other thing is it might be time to do a bit of a cleanup in your garden and a bit of a prune. Once that hot weather has gone, definitely get out there and, you know, give anything that needs a good prune, a good prune and a shape back. I will be giving my aromophilas, my marayas, my gerantas, my bougainvilleas, um, all of those are going to need um, a trim. And so that's that's what I'll be doing with those. The other thing to remember is to keep trimming back your roses. So after a flower, you know, take it back at least 20 centimeters and and you'll continue to get flowers. Some people like to give them, give their roses a good, uh, when I say a good prune, not it's obviously a harder prune is what you do midwinter, but some people like to give all their roses a really good prune in February. And then that brings them up to a really lovely flush of roses, you know, come sort of that May. They do say that if you want a flush of roses, you give your roses a prune six weeks before you want flowers. And I know that's what some people do that, uh, you know, love to compete in shows. That's what they'll do to make sure they have a lovely flush of roses. But I'm just taking them back and giving them some fertilizer as well, just making sure they haven't had much love, my poor roses, this, this summer. So need to be giving them a bit of love. The other thing I will be doing is preparing my beds for my, my autumn plants. So I've got a few plants that I've bought recently. So I will be clearing out garden beds and, you know, adding a bit of fertilizer. I'll be mulching. There's all sorts of things you can be doing to prepare for garden beds. You might be wanting to make new garden beds. I find autumn is a wonderful time to be starting to plant out new plants or new trees. So if you've got a plan in mind, you know, it's a great time. Getting them out now just means they're going to get a bit of strength about them before they hit winter. And again, even more strength before they're going to hit the heat of next summer. So um, I am going to be getting out some trees. I've got some different plants I'll be planting out, including some French lavender, which I find does really well. I've got some old lavender bushes that I will be pulling out because I do find that lavender is one of those plants that, you know, they look so good for, for a few years. And then after that, no matter how much you cut them back, they can get a bit straggly. And so sometimes I find it's better to just pull out and replace. The other thing you might want to consider doing in March is striking some cuttings. So now again is a really good time if you are pruning that those prune prunings are quite hard after summer. So there are things, um, you know, like your lavender lights. Uh, I think a lot of aromophilas potentially can be, can be struck. Your, your lavender in itself, rosemary, any of those things that you might want to grow more of, you can 
cut off, um, dip in root powder and keep nice and moist in the, in its pot and hopefully you could strike them. And striking plants is a really great um, money effective way of extending your garden. And look, I will be doing some of that too when I'm cutting back my lavender because there'll be more lavender I want to be planting out next year. And last year I was I just missed the boat. So I've bought lavender and, but however, next year when I'm wanting to be planting out more lavender and I want to be planting out more rosemary, that's what I'll be doing. So I'll be striking those cuttings and keeping them in my shade house over winter to protect them. And then probably come spring, hopefully get them planted out into my garden. But I hope those few little tips and tricks are going to help you get an idea of what you should be doing. Basically. March is a great time to get back into the garden once that heat is passed. Give it a tidy up, which it needs. Getting prepared in the veggie patch for your upcoming winter season of growth and also enjoying these days where it's not cold yet and they are beautiful days outside. Another quick thing if you have chooks, autumn, I always say you worm your chooks at the turn of every season. So Definitely a good time to get in and worm those girls and just check how they're going. Um, do they need a little bit more protein at the moment? Mine are molting quite heavily at the moment, so I'm making sure they've got a fair bit of protein happening. So I hope those tips have helped. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for another episode of Grow Your Patch. In the meantime, I would absolutely love it if you jump over to our new Instagram page, Grow Your Patch, and give it a like and a follow as I will be sharing content from these episodes on that platform as well as sharing other tips and tricks. Have a good one.